Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Welcome to Thursday show. Morning, studio. Morning. Let's go around the room. First of all, let me tell you what his job is every single day. Yeah, he's a co-host on the show, but he's also moving all the cameras. He's editing all the videos. Here he is, our video producer, Eddie, everybody. What up, buddy? Bones, I have a question for you. Go ahead. Why is it every time I text you, on the bottom it says, Bobby has his notifications silenced? My phone is never on for me to hear or get a notification. This is like Eddie just discovering AirPods. What do you like, mean? You, you you can put your phone on Do Not Disturb. No, My but what he's asking always is always on Do yeah. Not Disturb, and it's always on silent. So anybody that texts me ever gets that. Yeah. But it's because if I do this show, or I don't get alerts on my phone unless I open my phone up and see them. Okay, so that just means that if I text you, it's not going to pop up on your mm-hmm. screen. It's like, it's like make noise. It's not going to yeah. pop up on my screen. It's not going to wake my phone up. But it's got a little moon on it, so I'm thinking, like, is he always sleeping? Like, yes. why... I'm always sleeping. Like, I'm taking a nap 24-7. Yes. But that's what it is. Okay. My, I never... I don't, my phone never rings. It's which, do not disturb. Which is problematic because sometimes when you lose it, yeah. you can't be like, call my phone, I'll find it. That's always silent. So I'm not bothering you, even though that little thing's up. You're I'm not- the only one who has this on. Everybody else... <laughs> it's me. It's that, yes. Okay. Uh, let's go over to Lunchbox. Lunchbox, do you want to do your own job description title? Yeah, carry the show. Okay. MVP. Well, his back always hurts. Carry oh. the show MVP. Here he is, Lunchbox. <laughs> My question is, how much do you tip an Uber slash Lyft driver? You know, the cars you call and they pick you up, they take you we, somewhere. We're with what they are, yeah. Well, some people may not know what <laughs> Uber share. and Lyft are. Yeah, ride share, that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah, but well, um, I think it's based on how much the ride is. Well, they okay. do percentages yeah, on there. percentages. So if oh, it's so- a $10 ride, you tip them, what, two bucks? Yeah. So you do 20%. I think that's the button I push. Okay. I'm just interested because I, you know, I had to take one home from work the other day because no one offered me a ride. <laughs> And so, since I don't have a car, and so I got talking Why don't to my, you get a car. I'm, I'm working on it, man. Uh, I was talking to my driver, and I was like, "Hey, man, you ever had any celebrities in your car?" And I found out how much these celebrities tip. Oh, did he tell you who the celebrities were? Yeah, 
And he knows how much they, t- he knew yeah. who they were. Okay. Oh, he knew who they were. We have a clip? Yeah. Oh, here we go. So how long have you been driving? I've been doing the ride share business for eight years, sir. Yeah, you get a lot of celebrities? I've had a, I had a few people. Like who? I picked up Michael Ray on two different occasions. A good tipper? Never tipped me. Oh, who else? Uh, Maddie and Tay. You had Matt, Maddie and Tay? Both of them and their, uh, their, uh, I guess their manager. It was rain like a day like the day was rain. It only took like a couple blocks. How about them? They tip? They didn't tip. It was just a small ride. Oh. It was, it, it, I mean, I was, I was glad to help them get them out of the rain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but when they're in your car, do you say, hey, will you sing me a song? I don't do that. I, oh. I just carry on a conversation like you and I are right now, brother. So you don't act like they're celebrities? Nope. Ah, gotcha. It's hard to not tip anything, but but sometimes you have to go in and like go no, right? Isn't that crazy? But sometimes bones, you forget to tip, and then you see it when you open the app up again. Yeah. You're like, oh crap, I never yeah, tipped that person. But then you tip then, and then it goes. Boom is giving you a thank you for the tip. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> this is not good. It has I to think be what he. Would I happen. think he. I guess I would just. I would think everybody tips something. Something. And for both those denied tip, maybe his phone's broken. Well, the, the, the Maddie and Tate were just like a block. <laughs> but still, still, matter. still. Well, I don't know. Just... I bet you they tipped. He seemed pretty I sure. I bet you they tipped. Huh. Because it's hard. You have to actually go out and be like, no, thank you. I do not want to tip. <laughs> I didn't mean no Seems tip. like he was still mad about Michael Ray. Yeah. He p- picked him up a couple times. <laughs> All right, Amy, what, you, what do you think your job description is? Uh, Well, I'm co-host. Mm-hmm. Good for you. you. Good for you. So, and then just the show, mm-hmm. co-host the Bobby Bones Country Top 30 Countdown with mm-hmm. you. Good. I host Women of I Heart Country. Yes. But really, I mean, here, it's just for me to be support for all there people. There it is. Amy, okay, everybody, okay. support for all people. That's it. Okay. I'm on a phone call with a friend, and all of a sudden, we start hearing this weird noise. And both of us are like, do you hear that? Do you hear that? And I felt like maybe our phone call was being tapped. So much so that we both hung up and restarted the call, and then the, the the noise was gone. But I was like, how do you know if someone's tapping your calls? You don't. Okay. It you doesn't sound hear? different? I felt like I heard... It sounds different if you're on the line and like your brother or sister picks up the phone and listens in <laughs> yeah. from the same house. <laughs> I remember that. It sounds like a microphone's opened up, right? Because... <sighs> yeah. But, it was either that or aliens, because... My Those friend, are the only two options? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. my friend noticed that it sounded like that scene in Signs where the boy's holding up the walkie-talkie and you can hear the little the air. aliens talking or communicating. Mm-hmm. That's sort of what it was like, and it was so bizarre. I've never experienced anything like it on a call. And it can it, also just be a frequency nah, issue. Right yes. Okay, no, it can't be. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm saying, wrong. I know what it was. To it. I know what it was. What? The reverse husband trying to get dirt. Oh, he has more ammo. No, I think they're already there, settled. There's no ammo. He got, all, he got the washer and dryer. <laughs> it's done. He got right. the spoons. He got. So the you're telling me if he couch. found out, hey, if she was funneling money to a secret account, he couldn't go back and get it? I don't think you can. That's quite the scenario. Retro. I don't think well, there's you retro. A, uh, um, and also her funneling money. <laughs> yeah, but listen, I'm she just. She didn't have a couch, bro. You think where's this money? <laughs> I'm just saying that it was weird, and I wonder if anybody has ever. Like realize their phones are being tapped, or they someone's listening in all their calls. But I think there need to be a reason that you're being tapped. My dad had a scanner my... growing up, and we would just listen to conversations. It was awesome. What? Yeah, yeah. Get into the frequency. It was amazing. I thought that you could only listen to like uh, people on a CB. No, no, no. It was like on cordless phones. Back in oh, the day, I... especially. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, maybe it's not me. The be you either got hacked or aliens. We heard you. Or my friend is being tapped. 
Maybe what is she into? Drugs? Funneling money? Funneling. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? No, you supposed to say no, Amy. They just know. All right, Ray, go ahead. Yeah, creator and host of the show. Anytime he signs a contract, he says, I need some more. <laughs> Bobby Bones. That's funny. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I told you guys a few weeks ago about this artist that I found on TikTok. I didn't find her. I just I stumbled across her music, and I loved it, and I sent it to Eddie, and I was like, she's so good. I want to play you a clip first. This is an update to this. Her name is Jackie Vincent. This song is called Rolling On. That's her plan, too. Do you hear that, baby? No. That song's about rolling on. It's about us, apparently. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought it was so cool. She was like, I, I listen to you all the time driving into work. That's really That's cool. only ever happened to a couple other people like that. Baker Mayfield. Amazing. Uh, quarterback for Tampa Bay right now. Yeah. And I was like, he followed me. But we have mutual friends. And I was like, hey, man, good luck this season. He goes, hey, man, I was like, Travis, I used to, we used to listen to you guys ever. I was like, that was crazy. No, no, hey, Steve Young. That was crazy. Steve Young listens now. <laughs> That's crazy. The NFL quarterback. Hey, what's up, Steve? I was nervous to go up to him because he was standing. And I, and I was like, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go say hello. I said, hey. I, I actually walked in and just stood in the conversation when people are talking. You just stand there. He's like, ha, 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 ha. He's like, laugh along. <laughs> and so I'm standing there and I'm like, hey, Steve, I'm, I'm Bobby. Nice to meet you. He goes, I know you. I mean, I listen to you every morning. Like, K oh. hey, Bay Country. Or a lot of mornings. That one was crazy. That was too. really cool, man. Yeah, that was crazy. So anyway, those are the only three cool people to listen to us. <laughs> that's it. That's it. But I thought that was cool that she was a, she was a listener, fan. Um, okay, that's what's up. Let's get the show going now. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My 12-year-old child has expressed a strong interest in playing tackle football, but I'm worried about allowing him to participate in such a physical sport. He's been playing flag for years. He loves it, but he wants to play tackle with all his friends. As he grows, I want to support him, but I'm worried about the possibility of concussions and sprains or more severe injuries that may have a long-lasting effect. At what age did you start playing tackle football? How would Amy and Hedy, Eddie handle concerns about their kids' safety playing sports? Thank you. Signed, Fredding Football Mom. Uh, I started playing in seventh grade tackle, and I was cr crushed and crunched and was... I didn't become this real masculine, large, muscular guy until later in life. Oh, oh, oh. I know you look okay. at me now and you're just yeah. kind of intimidated by this my size, um, but... I loved it. It was great for me. I didn't have a father figure in my life. So my head football coach was very much that in a lot of ways. I didn't, that's where I learned a lot of discipline. I do understand why people are concerned because hitting in the head for any reason, it can actually do some damage. But it's like soccer. You're going to get into soccer too. They're more concussion than soccer. So it's just generally sports. If it's, there's a chance of any contact at all, baseball. There will be sprains and cuts and hits. Um, but I do understand your concern. Eddie, your son's going through this right now. Yeah, he's uh, nine years old. Uh, he just had his first camp. And, and, you know, I will say, like, it was a week-long camp. And the they teach him how to tackle, which is cool. This was the first time a lot of them had ever played uh, tackle football. So there was a way to tackle. They try to teach him the proper way at, for, at first. And I think... You know, that's helpful. I, that, was, that didn't happen when we were kids. It was just like, all right, They didn't teach you how to tackle? Not really. It was just like, you know, just let it rip. Oh. Yeah, no, we uh, we learned how to tackle. Really? Yeah, we played. Yeah, but are they are they like, watch? Because I think they've learned a lot since then, since we, even when we were kids, on, on how to make head contact. Yeah, we learned how to form tackle. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Well, well, may, hey, maybe I forgot that. Yeah. Concussions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amy? I mean, my son played tackle football last season, and I... I was a little nervous about it, but honestly, he was so terrified of being tackled that he would just uh, steer clear. <laughs> so, I think the benefits of 
letting your kid play and him learning teamwork, mm-hmm. fighting through adversity, discipline, I think the benefits outweigh the risks, especially at this age. Right. If he really wants to play, I would say let him play. Here's the deal, too. Like, you don't want him to regret this forever. Like, if he really, really, really wants to play, you kind of have to let him want to play. because resent you forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. I understand your concerns, but I think the things that he can get from it are, are more valuable than the things that might happen to him if he hurts himself. And these aren't these collisions that twelve year olds are having are not as high flying as these yeah. NFL guys too. Yeah. It is uh, it's a concern. I appreciate you asking us about that. But I go let him play. Yeah, let him play. Let him play. Yeah. He might get that one hit and quit. Might get hit. Yeah. And be like, oh. oh gosh, I hate this. Yeah. Thank you for your email. It's a concern a lot of people have, but we say let them play. All right, thank you, and close it up. We got your email, and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. We've got Tammy from Minneapolis on the phone right now. Hey, Tammy, welcome to the show. What's going on? I was calling to see if Amy had an update on her Madam Alexander dolls. Did you get them? Yeah, I have them. Are they in boxes still? They're, well, they're in their original boxes. Yeah, my mom boxed everything up. They ship. They were shipped to me by one of my mom's friends that's had them for like since 1999. But still, the original box has never been opened. Oh no, they've been opened. They lined uh, the the perimeter of my room. It's like a horror movie. Growing oh, up. weird. <laughs> so, are they mint condition? You know, I wouldn't say mint. <laughs> Uh, they keep oh, losing yeah. value as yeah. the conversation goes. So, so do they still have their heads? I don't know. Yeah. Some have been decapitated. Right. And so, yeah. I only know it was 1999 because there was a Austin American statesman that my mom used to stuff in there to keep them safe. And I pulled it out and said 1999. Hmm. I was like, well, that's cool. So but what's the plan to see if they're worth anything? We need to just book a session to try to figure it out with Dr. Lori. Scuba, what we think about this? I mean, initially I was like, yeah, but now that I'm hearing that the clothes may be missing from the dolls. No, no, the they clothes. have all their clothes. They have all their clothes. Uh, and they I, have I know I had sisters and stuff. Like only these one Barbies. had its head off. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, like, do you really think they're valuable? Like if they're not in boxes? But I think it it's funny time? if it's not valuable because we'll always hear about mm-hmm. she has this secret value that we're not paying attention to. Well, then that angle that I'm in. Well, yeah. I mean, I could also send her video and she can decide. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Yeah. Okay. She's not coming to your house. Yeah. You're not going to send her the dolls. <laughs> I don't know. I wish That's I... funny. I, I, if they get there overnight, yeah. I have no idea how it happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't understand yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe my mom cared such, uh, had such careful attention to these dolls. Like, there's one where she couldn't figure out whose shoe belonged to who, so she put in a little, zip, little Ziploc bag, and she's like, figure out whose shoe this is. It's, like, all there. I was like, wow. Go, Mom. That's... The- Figure out whose shoe this is. <laughs> well, it's, it belongs to one of them. She probably yeah. just didn't want to like unpack and look at all of them. <laughs> hey, Tammy, um, do you know anything about these dolls? Well, I'm calling because I work for Goodwill in the Minneapolis area. <clears throat> and we had a customer donate 11 <clears throat> Madame Alexander dolls to our store. And had I not listened to you guys, I would have had no idea who Madame Alexander was and that she made dolls. So we sent the dolls into our e-commerce center and we sold them on shopgoodwill.com for over $2,000. Wow. Oh, my God. Why didn't you okay. keep them? What, what kind of condition were they in? Headless, closeless, <laughs> one shoe um, missing. They were, they were just in average condition. I mean, they were out of the boxes. Some were, you know, had marks on them. They were obviously used. and <laughs> um, But it is amazing 
the amount of money that people pay for things. And another crazy fact, um, we just recently had Dr. Lori in our market, and she went through a couple of our stores and through our e-commerce center. So she has a couple YouTube videos posted with our with our um, organization featured. Amy, if this is how you end up okay. making... Okay, <laughs> here. What are you, Amy's walking to me with her phone. Those look like the, expensive ones. They're a little smaller than I thought. Oh, those are there's they're different sizes. I have all. But they are as creepy as I thought. Okay. I don't want to look at all your pictures. I don't know what you I got do in video. there. I don't want to. I'm always trying to help people have their like. Look at all my. It's, yeah, I see you. Cats. Yeah, it's all. It's, I don't want to know what's in her phone. That's a good point. Yeah, she's single now. Who knows exactly. what she's doing? Right, 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 right. Oh my gosh. Okay, but thank you, Tammy. That reminds us, we need to get Dr. Lori on and see what Amy's dolls are worth. I will buy. How many do you have? Mm, I don't know. Find out how much you have. And Look I'll, at all those boxes. And I will make an offer to you. And we'll, maybe we're going to business together. No, no, no. Amy, we're supposed to go to business together. You, she was never going to business I, with you. Yeah, I was going to list them. Oh. Guys, I'm good. I don't need a business. <laughs> she never get paid. I've been through this. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy. Hope you have an awesome day. Thanks for calling the show. No problem. You guys have a great day as well. <laughs> it's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. Kit Joseph, who is on staff at the police department in Georgia, was at a pharmacy on her day off. And she noticed this elderly man on the phone over by the ATM, frantically trying to get money out. Well, because she works at the police department, she knows scammers out there uh, target elderly people. And so she just goes up and starts asking him questions. And boom, the person on the other end of the line just hangs up which proves that they were a scammer and they were scared that the old man was answering questions about who he was talking to, what he was getting the money out for. Uh, he is a Vietnam War veteran, uh, obviously very fragile, and he had been told that someone in his family needed help with their medical bills and they needed to pay them ASAP, like a collections agency. It's crazy that other humans can do this. I know. And I get it because people are selfish. They rob, people rob, murder, everything. But just to be on a phone with somebody that's 85 years old. It's messed up. And you know all they have is what they have. And you want to take that from them by lying and saying, hey, somebody you love needs money. That That's messed up. Yeah. Like, they're like, you need to pay this debt. It's an out-of-state relative. Like, there was something. That's I, messed up. I, 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 what? Can we look at the positive? There's a big positive. Tell me something good. She saved him. Well, no, no. Well, yes, that. <laughs> But another? yes, look at it this angle. At least they're not taken from someone that's in their forties because they have a long life to live. They would be at least at least. I think the difference is, and I understand your point. It's but, dumb, right? No, no, yeah, no, no. It is because it's like it's okay to take from them because they'll die soon, right? So if they, they lose all their money, it's like ah. But they also you know, they don't only have got the few... ability to make more because they're not. I working. understand. They also somebody older. Their cognitive skills have declined. No, I get that. I'm just saying that's why it's. Like, if it's going to happen... You'd rather it happen when you're 85 and you have nothing? No. I, I think You have so. no chance to make anything. <laughs> I'd back down on that Yeah, one. I, I don't agree. <laughs> I, I, like, if we had to choose, I'd rather it happen to someone younger than yeah. that's again, able. They're still at their fighting weight. Right. You know? But I can't even up. believe we're playing this game. We're not. I didn't want to play the game. <laughs> I did it. So, shout out Kit Joseph for her quick thinking. And, yeah, I mean, going up to a stranger to be like, who are you talking to? Yeah, at an ATM. Unless you're a police officer, I don't advise that. But that's good. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. 
anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Everybody on the show is a little bit off, no doubt about it. That's why we're all so good together. That being said, sometimes somebody does something so weird it needs to be brought up. Eddie's bringing this up. So this is about scuba, Steve. What did you learn about scuba? His morning ritual is bizarre. And he said, dude, you need to try this. I read it somewhere and it's and it works. He's been says he's been doing it for like a couple of weeks now. He wakes up in the morning and he roars like a lion. And that gets his mind ready for the day. Okay, I'd like to know more about the scientific. <laughs> what on Sc- earth? Scuba, why? Yeah. And what does it sound like? So I'll give you the kind of the backstory. So I've been doing this for a while now in L.A., maybe like 2015. I was feeling like I wasn't myself. I wasn't feeling masculine. I wasn't feeling I wasn't feeling me. You ever like just are down the dumps, your energy levels down. You don't feel like you are as you normally are. And I was like, what is wrong with me? And I couldn't figure it out. So I was talking to one of my friends who's like super hippie. And he's like, yo, dude, you ever done the lion roar? And I was like, like, am I supposed to know what that is? And I was like, no, please explain. So he says, what you have to do is every morning, you take your shirt off, you open up the window, you face where the sun is, and you pound on your chest, and you roar like a lion. He's pranking you, dude. (laughs) The fact that you're still doing it, he's going to have a good laugh about this. But I've been feeling more like myself ever since I've done it. So it works. Even if it's a placebo and it works, it still works. Right. I guess. So you look like um, an idiot, though. Like opening the window. I guess he's not doing it in front of people. It is is weird, but if it works for you and it doesn't hurt anybody, I don't give a crap what you do. Yeah, you know, but that is is weird. There is a release with it. So at yoga, they do like a lion roar thing, and you always feel good after you do it. I mean, you don't take your shirt off and pound your chest and face towards the sun, but there is this like (laughs) ah, like it's like a like a roar. You yell though, and your kids know you for screaming, right? Not at them, uh, they, but just in general. Not screaming at them, but more like noises, like <laughs> rhinoceros. Okay, so we have a rhinoceros. <laughs> and we have a lion. 
So, Scuba, can you let us... I mean, you've already done it, so you're probably loose. You're probably warm. Yeah, I'm pretty warm. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to blow your voice out doing it, but could you let us know what it sounds like? Could you give us you want me to take my shirt off, too? Do not. Okay. Do not. <laughs> let me stand up just for the effect of it. Okay. So, I have the window. I got it open. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. And just, it just, like, lets everything out. You're telling me the neighbors don't hear that? I have acreage around me. No one and and me. your wife is okay with you? That's just... an awesome scream. <laughs> And it's like the, the frustration comes out, everything that you're dealing with, it just releases. That like and... made the hairs of my neck stand up. All right, Bones, your turn. Huh. <laughs> That's your lion yeah. roar. Okay, yeah. guys, it says here. Oh, what a bitty lion. <laughs> lion yeah. roar is often used to reduce stress, improve sleep, and promote overall well-being. I do what I, honestly, what I do in the morning, I wake up, I do a seal. <laughs> and then you're ready for Yeah, the then I'm ready to go. I do a seal. That's my... Bob my head back and forth. Uh, <laughs> Scooby, can you do that again? Sure, yeah. Hold on, let me stand up again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest. I think that is the best scream I've ever heard. Well, he wasn't a screamo band, remember? I know. It's just, a different kind of scream that was screamo just band. so good. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those therapeutic things he should put up on TikTok oh, and it'll go viral. And he's good at it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, and he can have one of those animated lion heads, you know, that you do on your phone when you FaceTime. A little emoji thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. He just calls us all in the morning yeah, yeah, yeah. with the emoji head and uh -huh. lions at us. Scuba, when you were in a screamo band, yeah. what was the difference? Can you sing one of your songs? Well, that one is more of like you're doing different kinds of screams. There's like a high-pitched scream, which I can't really do anymore. You have to kind of condition for it. But then you kind of like, you'll do different effects by holding the microphone certain ways to create like a certain sound. Like this will obviously you kind of hear a little bit different, but it's kind of like... Um, this okay. is just me doing it. Yeah, just, I haven't yeah, done yeah. a while. Hey, listen, everybody that's going to critique his screamo, we yeah. put this on him last minute. Okay, so a lot of screamo critics listen to the show. So go ahead. So I'll just say like the Bobby Bones show. The Bobby Bones show. A little raspy, cool. not as that's, good and clean as real, it could be. Real but good. That's I real mean, good. That's really good. He's really good at this. It's, the guy's got a million things, oh, a million man. talents. Can you just give us a bad example of what the high one would sound like? A bad mm -hmm. example. Okay, all right. Don't just, blow your voice out, please. I just did the lion roar thing, too, so that yeah. kind of got me. Um, <laughs> I can't even get to it. Okay, Whoa. but I like where you're going there, so just try that. Okay, this is okay. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I'm just my own worst critic, so I like to give you the best I can do. Mm -hmm. And this is not it, but here we go. It's not even high. Yeah, I can't get there the anymore. The band that goes uh, <laughs> disturbed, disturbed when they go. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> And so you, that was your kind of music? Oh, yeah, I love it stuff still. That's what? crazy. Oh, still? I don't, uh, that's not for me. Yeah, it's all good. But also, like, electronic music isn't for me. I wasn't really raised around it. Okay. I could do some of the very melodic Pantera type stuff. But very little, like I mean, even like Cowboys from Hell, a little bit. I could, I could get it because people played that. Yeah, come on. But that was hard. it was way hard for me. But what about where did you get into the screamo type music? Because I just I don't get it. But I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah, I think it's for me. It was the emotional state that I was in at that time frame, like dealing with family and relationships and stuff. And so I kind of gravitated towards that music. And then all my friends were into it. They were in a band. They just played instrumentals. And I used to hang out with them in the back garage. And one day, and I just started screaming. They're like, whoa, you're really good at that. And I was like, oh. And so then it just kind of. Were you doing your lion roar near them? And they were like, we should put that in a song? <laughs> no, that was way before that. Lion roar was. Um, got it, yeah, got it, got it, got it. Because even with my wife and I, there's maybe two Beastie Boy albums they did that are instrumentals. And I can listen to that yeah. all day. Because 
I just like the sound. But she's, you know, for her, that's really not her thing. She didn't even really like the Beastie Boys that much. But I don't know Screamo, really. Yeah. And that's weird. And I think I would be annoyed or scared or something because I just just don't get it. Yeah, it's not for everyone. And it's kind of gotten more mainstream now where you'll hear bands that will sing, but then they'll put a little bit of screaming into it to mm-hmm. kind of like get to the mass appeal. Like Seven Mary Three or Three Days Grace. Yeah. I hate everything. Does that count a little bit? Is a little that like, bit. Yeah, it's more mainstream. Or when Papa Roach hit pop, I remember that was the hardest thing we'd ever played in the history of the world because it was like, could my life be different? We were like, whoa. Yeah. But that's a little, is that li- a very like light version of that very light yeah they may have more like deep cuts that they would not put on the radio that are more screaming but that's more like the mass appeal scream or yell scream most stuff what about foo fighters like they scream yeah i think they just yell in a song they don't really scream as Mm. much for the chorus okay there are many choruses that are really screaming sometimes david will just go ah yeah yeah like he's being electrocuted. <laughs> ah! I feel like yeah. I can't remember the performance exactly, but at the ACMs, wasn't Hardy screaming on stage somehow? Hardy's got, part of his record is, is a bit rock. He yes. does, yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah, he does some, ah, but the, what Scuba does is like that, Oh, don't die, I want to kill you. <laughs> so, kill. Yeah. Like, I, like anytime I'd hear a full song, I'd just go to church. Even if it was a Tuesday at 4 p.m., I just need to go to church and it felt bad. All right, Scoob, I appreciate that, buddy. Yeah, no problem, man. This woman married a ghost. Now, before I tell you the story about this, Amy, why do you think, really, that people marry ghosts? Um, mm, I think that they are a longing for something, maybe companionship. And maybe mentally they might need some help, which we all do. Yeah, yeah, and probably they're getting some attention for saying this, and they like the attention. Like, oh, you're the ghost marrier. I don't know that I like that specific <laughs> attention, but I mean, if you if nobody pays attention to you, it's sometimes how why people act out. Yeah. If right. you're not getting any attention, well, you're going to get it one way or the other. And sometimes, if you're a kid, you'll act out. I know earlier in my career. If I felt like the company wasn't giving me attention or I wasn't, I'd be like, well, all right, well, we're going to light some fires today on the air. I don't do that anymore. I'm way mature. That's what kids do. That's so you're right. acting like a kid. Well, I just, I was acting, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah <laughs> Pretty basically. much. So here's the story. A woman claims to have married the ghost of a Victorian soldier from back in the day. Wow, that's cool. But they had some issues. It was rocky. Oh, no. The 40-year-old um, said that the ghost she was married to became way possessive of her and also had an affair with the spirit of Marilyn Monroe. Whoa. So they have now split up and that she wants everybody to know. Now, this is the way to do it. If you realize that you're crazy and you're just doing it for attention, you can keep attention, but then there's drama in your ghost relationship as well. <laughs> he cheated on you? With Marilyn Monroe, though. So that that's, that's cool, right? He cheated on you with somebody famous and cool? Amy, your thoughts on this? I mean, I guess there's probably three types of people that marry ghosts. Oh. Okay, I, go ahead. Type one is? Type one is... Maybe they really are, and we're the crazy ones, and we don't know what's happening. We don't it's have the weird gift. That would be your type one. That, what? The, that, in no particular ahead. order. Okay, well, you didn't say that. Go ahead. In no particular order, maybe <laughs> they know something we don't know, and they're living yeah. this amazing ghost life. And then there's the people that probably marry ghosts and stay quiet about it because they don't want the attention. And then, then there's, there's way more than three types. If, if those are Amy's first two types, <laughs> there got to be way more than three types. Well, then the third type is the type you, you brought up where they're marrying a ghost, but they just want the attention and they're talking about it. So they're not really marrying a ghost then? No, not at all. Oh, so where's oh. the crazy one? Yeah, where's the crazy <laughs> one? That- <laughs> the the one that I said, the mar- the one that's marrying ghosts and not talking about it. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, but you, didn't, but you made us feel like 
they were married, not talking about it, but they could see something we couldn't right. see. That and would the, not be weird. Uh, right. That was the first type. Do y'all, did y'all listen to my order? No, first we didn't. Yeah, we heard him. No, Amy, you're wrong on this one because the first type you said marries and tells us about it, but they're getting to experience a real ghost. We just don't see it. Right. right. That's not, that's not them being crazy. That's us being crazy. Being crazy. Exactly. Wait, no. This, no, Amy, you're not, you're talking in a circle. Okay. I, I, I don't. My point is there's more than three type of people that marry ghosts. Uh-huh. There's like nine. Okay. Amy, are you dating a ghost? This is how we find <laughs> this out. This is how it comes out. This well, is how she- <laughs> there's something I've been wanting to tell y'all. Oh, no. And I'm not crazy. Oh, no. So, JFK and I. You know what? He is a good-looking dude, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. Do you ever look back at old people? Yes, my dad. Go, yeah. What? Oh, my God. You didn't let me finish. Oh I say old people look back at me like they were so pretty that you'd like to, like, like date them if you were old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my dad was very good-looking as... Uh, like oh, she college. commits to it. Wow. She's staying with it. Wow. But I'm not, I wouldn't have dated him, but he like, was very handsome. When I, Marsha Brady, when I was a kid, even though that was from like the 60s or 70s, like Marsha Brady's so pretty when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Uh, who is the dark haired lady? She's dead now, but she has dark hair. She kind of looks like Betty Boop. Audrey Hepburn? Yeah. Like oh, when she was young, she was yes. so pretty. Yeah. The, uh, we the, should watch one of her movies tonight. I'm, I'm good on that. Okay. The Woman in Rope. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But a lot of those old actresses were really pretty. It's just weird. Old people used to be pretty. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to look at older people now and think like, wow, they you were pretty, pretty back I know. in the day. I know. Amy, you don't have that? My dad. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Like when I look sure. back at pictures, I'm, I'm like, sure. okay, yeah. He he was also No, no, in that a- tone is you being attracted to him even right then. <laughs> What? No. You so, going, okay, yeah. Like, so, that's even you right now being attracted to your dad. In high school, he was also in a trio, like a singing trio. And they were oh, called... that's Cook- cool. They were called Cookie and the Cupcakes. And my dad was Cookie, and then there was two girls. <laughs> they were the Cupcakes. But there's a pic- there's a bunch of stuff wow. with them throughout that's the cool. yearbook. And they, they I'm like, dang, who's that guy? Who's Cookie? And I'm like, oh, that's my dad. <laughs> I think Cookie was having a share of cupcakes, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What a baller. That was a, yeah, Amy's dad was a baller. I'm kind of attracted to him, too, now. <laughs> dang. Uh, let's talk about this. And, you know, Lunchbox and I have been talking about this a bit, the Carly Russell story. Lunchbox, you want to update us on what's happened with her since we thought that she was kidnapped, but then we didn't really think she was kidnapped? Oh, it's over. She came out, her lawyer came out and said there was no kidnapping. She apologizes. Please respect her privacy at this time. But respect her privacy whenever she didn't want us to respect her privacy when she was making it up for attention. Why do we think she made this up? Is it because she, a ghost wouldn't date her? So therefore, she needed to make this up to have attention. It's like, a great what? question. Like even her boyfriend, or I guess now ex boyfriend, he put a thing on Instagram. He'd been defending her, like you guys don't know. Like she got kidnapped, and then he put a post on Instagram saying, "Look, my ex girlfriend, she lied. I'm hurt. I'm confused. I'm sad. Please, you know, thank you for everybody, the loving support, my family for being there. We need time to heal. I mean, it's so crazy." Heal from what, though? I mean, Nobody what? died. No. I mean, well, just she lied. Yeah, but you think she disappeared for 48 hours or yeah. 36 hours. So you think, okay, she got kidnapped. And if you are her loved ones, if you're her boyfriend at the time and you don't know this, you are frantic thinking this is the woman I love and she's been kidnapped and like, is so she alive? So now, if they weren't together then, uh, they were together then and now he broke up with her right in the last few days? I'm pretty, I guess they were together then because now he, he specifically said ex-girlfriend and scrubbed all of her from his Instagram pic- page, all Whoa. that. Nah, they'll get back together. No She'll way. Get She'll get a no. reality show or something. And 
that get back to Amy, what were you going to say? Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like uh, they're, yeah, the, the healing that needs to happen is like Lunchbox said, the traumatic 48 mm-hmm. or longer hours were that they had to go thinking their loved one could potentially be dead. And then, yeah, just if they were truly in love or as like parents, you're going to always be there for your daughter, right? But it would just be there's healing that needs to happen with that relationship and figuring out what's going on. Ugh. I'm no therapist, but I feel like she just needs a good ghost in her life. Oh, to marry? Mm-hmm. Just a good Fossil. solid ghost <laughs> to be with, just to make sure that she's, you know, sound and feeling good. You know, Amy, would you be jealous if someone said they were dating your dad as a ghost? Uh, jealous. Yeah, you'd be no. like, I wanted him. I'm not jealous. No, I don't <laughs> want to date my dad. I was so, you, you asked if anybody. Amy, you had tones. Did she not have, Lunchbox, did she not have a, like a tone? You when did. I mean, dad? Yeah, she was like, uh-huh. I mean, Bobby goes, older people, and you go, my dad. <laughs> you bit your lip. <laughs> like, you bit your lip. Like, it was like the most <laughs> sensual. Yeah, you bit your lip, and we saw, yes. Yeah. You started, like, rubbing your neck. Y'all, Sorry. Okay, no, no, just, just imagine, Amy, Amy, no, no, put yourself, let, let's just turn the tables. Bobby yeah. starts talking, and I'm like, my mom, what would yeah. you do? I'd be like, yeah, that tracks. You kiss your mom on her lips and your dad. What? Yeah. No, not, not no, me. No, Lunchbox does. <laughs> yes, but I'm my talking. mom is my, my mom is not alive. But what if I was like, <laughs> my mom was hot. <laughs> and you're like my mom. I think and you, you have said from back in the day your mom no. was really but pretty, ne- but never with the tone that you had. Mom. Yeah, <laughs> it was like you were doing what a 900 line. <laughs> okay, now y'all are just lying. No, you did. No, you you said you did. Yeah. I mean, Bobby didn't Liars. even finish the sentence, and you interrupted him with. My dad. My dad. Like, yeah. That means you thought about it for a long. Oh, like, you yeah. think about it like all the time. Yeah. It's sort of like when he's like. Lunch, what do you think? I'm like, J-Lo's hot. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, whoa. Wait, wait. And so, I said, no, how's your morning going, Lunchbox? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, like, uh, it uh, means it's on yeah. your mind a lot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is, um, for anybody listening, what's happening to me right now, I believe we call this gaslighting. Because- uh, for anybody listening right now, what's <laughs> happening right now is it's called ghost incest. <laughs> it's called deflecting. Right. You're a- Amy, you're the best. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Here's Amy's pile of stories. A hot, refreshing drink is the last thing you may want on a hot day, but drinking something warm can actually cool you down. A doctor of internal medicine was talking about it and said, hey, yeah, when you drink something hot, you sweat more. And when you sweat more, it cools your body down. Too many steps. Also, hot, refreshing. Those don't go together. Mm -mm. Like hot, comforting. Oh, yeah. Hot, but hot, refreshing. That's not. That's not a thing. But like, sweating is cooling your body off, though. Remember yeah, because that. it's so hot. Let's let's not forget why you sweat <laughs> because your body's too hot. Yeah, it's like yeah. overheating. So hot. Re- what was the point of this story, Amy? Well, it's really hot out a lot of places, and you're probably avoiding hot drinks. So maybe grab so a hot don't. drink today and see if it cools you down. Mm, but I'm you're good. saying it cools us down by making us sweat, which is then getting us too hot. <laughs> I'm not saying it. Doctor yeah. Cornrich is saying it. Well, Dr. Cornrich got a thing or two to learn. Um, I don't like hot drinks generally. Like 99% of the time, no hot drinks. It's just, you never know from the, you have to experiment with it. How hot is it? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I can have this. It's like, there's that whole period of having to figure how hot it is. It's annoying to me. You got to sip it a little bit. Well, and sometimes it's too hot. Ow. And then you burn your tongue. So I'm not a hot drink guy at all. I'm not a, I don't like coffee. I don't re- really like hot chocolate. No I'm, hot cocoa? I'm more what? Of a, well, I'm more of a warm cocoa guy okay, if right. it's freezing cold. Hmm. So what else you got, Amy? Well, I was going to quickly say one thing I'm doing to cool myself, especially during football time with my son, is I ordered one of those fans you put around your neck. So that's going to keep oh, me Yeah, warm. you look real cool. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, I bet you like... <laughs> 
Everybody's like, I wonder if she's single when you're walking by for sure. Okay, so warning labels on items are apparently completely pointless because nobody's paying attention to them. Nobody's reading them. Warning labels weren't even a thing until the 60s when cigarette companies had to start putting them on packaging. And it used to just be like one line. Well, now warning labels are out of control because, well, some people are litigious and they don't want to get sued. Mm. Uh, But experts say if you were to put a visual of whatever you're trying to warn against on the package, that would be more effective than all of the words, which I get this. Like some people in my life that dip, I've printed out pictures before where it shows like a man or missing like half Why are you printing out pictures? What are you doing? Why are you printing out pictures of people that dip? (laughs) Well, no, not of them dipping, but maybe of half of their jaw missing from their face. I know, but why would you? I mean, if you like find your kid dipping, are you going up to like your friends going like, hey, (laughs) Eddie. No, it was when I was married. Got it. But still, even then though, you're you're printing out, you're going to the printer. (laughs) It comes through, it prints it. And then you're like, look, this is what can happen. That's what you did. Well, yes, I, this part, the printing part was years ago. I would use it as a reminder, but. Did he take the printer? For, for like. <laughs> did he take the printer? <laughs> oh, no. no did he I take have, the printer? Yes I, or no? I have the printer, but listen. Okay, okay good. This yeah. was way back in the Air Force days, and I was cleaning out his flight suit. I had no idea he even dipped. And mm. I was cleaning out his flight suit, and I found the round can, and I was like, mm. what? And apparently, a lot of pilots in the Air Force dip because it helps keep you awake while you're flying long you know, mm-hmm. missions or trips or whatever. So I, yeah, I printed out some missing jaw faces and was like, this could be you. I, it was not effective, but. It just feels mommy-ish more than wifey-ish, I you did. know? Well, I didn't know what to do. I was I know. scared and then I was nervous and I didn't want him to end up with mouth, throat, jaw cancer. I hear you. I, I, I do agree with the the label thing, but I need it sometimes because there there's food that looks so much like human food that's dog food at our house. And if it doesn't have a little picture of the dog on it, <laughs> you would eat it for sure. Huh. Like the beef treats. I love a beef treat. And there's a fine line between a dog beef treat and a human <laughs> beef treat. And I've grabbed a bag before and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then there's a little doggy. And I'm like, I still think about it. <laughs> but I need the picture of that little doggy because sometimes dog food, dog cupcakes we had some of those somebody gave us. Little dog cupcakes. Yeah, that's not fair. No. Because we love cupcakes. Well, my wife would be like, those are dogs. She would yell at me. <laughs> Where's the dog? Yeah, we have, well, the dog's not eating it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what else, Amy? Well, just oftentimes the stuff made for animals like that, humans can consume it. The cupcakes. Well, yeah, humans can consume a lot of things, but it's not that we should consume Wait, it. Wait, we can eat dog food? Yeah. Really? Okay. You got to put that on the wheel. It may hurt our teeth. <laughs> what? You got to put that on the wheel. Oh, on the wheel. I'm yes. in my will. Like, if I die, no, you, no, get no, eat, the, you gotta eat all Stanley's food. The wheel. It's a weird thing, Eddie, but okay. <laughs> all right, go ahead. <laughs> Lastly, in a new survey, more than 40% of young adults uh, say they believe marriage is an outdated tradition. Weddings- love me. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. We're all there. Me we too. love marriage. Woo. Love marriage. Can't get enough marriage. Woo. Weddings are too expensive these days, and they're like, hey, something like that's just really not necessary to have a fulfilled and committed relationship. They're idiots. Woo. <laughs> marriage. Woo. So weird. Y'all's, yeah. Both of y'all's, neither of y'all's wives listen to the show, so you know you don't have to do that. Yeah, it gets to them somehow. Do what? Sometimes. This is normal, organic conversation right. that we have. Right. I'm, I don't even know. We're on, is my mic on? Oh, marriage, woo! We're on air right now? Yeah. Woo! Marriage! <laughs> I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. 
Nick Wilson is a milkman in Rhode Island. He delivers milk house to house, and he's on his route, and he's about to deliver some milk, and all of a sudden he hears <laughs> crackling of fire. And he looks, and he's like, man, that house is on fire. But what's he hear? And he's like, oh, I recognize that dog. I see that dog dozens and dozens of times. Obviously, no one's home. What am I going to do? That dog is scared. He goes around the back door. There's a sliding glass door. He's like, oh, it's locked. It's like, what do I do? He breaks the sliding glass door and gets the dog out. That's correct. You got to commit to break a glass door. Yeah, you got to. Even if it's on fire, I'll be like, I don't know. Is this fire on purpose? (laughs) Do they... To break it, good for oh, yeah. him because it worked out. Yeah, and he got the dog out, and then the fire department came and put out the uh, fire. And good news is, they did not charge him for the sliding glass door. And good news, they're still milkmen. Who knew? Wow, that's crazy. That's yeah. what I always because you know they always make the joke. Oh, is that your real dad or are you the milkman? Yep. Who's always? Who, who's always making that joke? I've heard it. I've like, heard it. But always you... everywhere you go. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> in high school, one of my teachers asked my mom if it was the same dad or the milkman. What? You look just like both your parents. Uh, it's just because my brother and sister are a year and two years older than me. And we had the same teacher and we were totally different. So they thought I had a different dad. No, you look just like your parents. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I mean, exactly. And your brother. But yeah. I guess Everything the about you guys is exactly. Yeah. like you're the same. I, I'm just telling you what the teacher asked my parents. Yeah, we get it. Is that a um, milkman? I like that there's a milkman. <laughs> Maybe he means they acted different. Like, were they real studious? No. Yeah, they were real quiet and studious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. what I mean. And so the teacher on yeah, back to school night. I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> He's been way too much time on this. All right. All but right. Nick Wilson's his Nick name. Nick Wilson's his name. He was honored with the uh, Fire Chief's Special Recognition Award. I don't know what that means. So your teacher said what again? He said, <laughs> same dad or milkman. <laughs> Golly, can you say that to a kid? I don't know. He said <laughs> that to my mom. Back in the good old days, you could until everything got all woke. You know what I mean? <laughs> good old days. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It's now time for the investigative corny where we have 90 seconds to get as many of these corny jokes as we possibly can. Team, are you ready? Ready. Ready. Amy, you ready? Ready. Timer starts when she finishes the first joke. Go. The morning corny. What do you call a bull before he grows his horns? Bull. Baby bull. Calf. Hornless. Horny. Horny. Ball. Horky. No, pokey. 
Bald bull. Bald bull. Why'd you just say bald bull after you said bald bull? I was just, that was good. I liked it. It got kind of like, oh, that's good. Maybe we didn't hear him. Yes, and in me. Horn. Um, horn. Horn. What do you call a bull before he grows his horns? A lamb. A cow? A before he grows his horns. A hornless cow. Hey, cow, come here. What do you call a bull before... Why do you keep yelling the word bull me? Why do you keep emphasizing bull? No, call him. How do you call him? Here you go, cow. What do you know? Rising wireless. do you call him? Mm oh, screwed. Oh. One more time. We what do you call a bull before he grows his horns? I said a cow, and she went like, yeah. Okay, a cow. Uh, okay. Oh, not a calf, but it could be, but... I don't understand what uh, What do you call a bull before... But Bobby's on to something. A cow. A cow. What do you call a bull before he grows his horns? A cow. A cowboy. Cowboy! A cowboy. Oh, this is terrible. A cowboy. Is it going to have been a cowgirl? Okay. What do you call candy that has an attitude? Hard candy. Bad, bad life. Bad uh, taffy. Baby Ruth. Kit ball, Kat. Ball Smarty. Bull. Bubble. <laughs> Bubble. No, or cowboy. Like, so, or, or, or maybe what kind of candy has a bad attitude? Uh, suckers. Keep going. Suckers. You're close. You're close. Sweethearts. Sweethearts. I haven't fucking gave up. Red Hots. I don't even get cowboy. So, I, I just said cow. I, just, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Sour. Sour candy has an attitude. Oh, boy. Oh, that one's okay. Uh, I don't understand cowboy. I thought y'all would get to that. A bull before it grows its horns is a like a boy. Like a, It's a cow, but it's a boy. It's not a man. It's like, I'm I got a question. A I, I got a question. So really, if it doesn't have horns, it's a cow? It's a... No. It's a, it's a, it's a, no. Before it's a bull, it's like a <laughs> And different, cows have horns. You know, there's like babies, infants, teenagers. <laughs> like, hey, no, I, I, if you want to hear some good jokes, I'll be doing Comedically Inspirational <laughs> in Wichita, August 11th and 12th. Are you doing any of those jokes? I might. No, please don't. I like to keep people there. That was oh rough. I just didn't get it, but well, I got it. Well, you know, That's sometimes good. I don't realize that it's not going to be... Good. Absolutely, you got to get it. You bet. You thought that was going to be a good one. When I, because I know the answer, and I'm thinking like, oh, they'll oh. put it together, and I'll be like, oh, cowboy, cowboy. Yeah, it could be us. We could be the. I mean, it really could be our fault. I don't think I so. Don't know. No. No, I mean, we're pretty funny. Right. I think. Well, that's it. That's the deal. Um, we're not Sour yelling for that. Right? Yeah, we don't yell on that one. That's nope, a failure. Do that. All right. Thank you. I always feel so bad for people when they're going to a doctor and they're misdiagnosed over and over again. There's a mom in Idaho who had hundreds of tumors on her face, and she just kept going. They kept misdiagnosing her over and over again. Her name is Mercedes. She has a rare genetic condition that caused neurofibromatosis, which is genetic. So these they just kept, boom, popping up, tumors on her nerves. They would be like skin tags. Her face exploded with all these tags, and doctors like, no, 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 it's, it's, it's hormones. It's just hormones. It'll be mm. fine. But it, it wasn't. But they kept saying, so she was just misdiagnosed. And I feel so bad for her because she went to the doctor. And doctors are human beings, too. Sure. But and they study a lot. They should study more. Right, Amy? They should, they should study more than us, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel we like... We trust them with our... They're angels. They should be angels yeah. on earth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think anytime you're in a profession where you're trying, you have to, you're, you're, other people's lives are at stake. You should study as much as possible. So... First of all, has anyone ever been misdiagnosed for, for a long time or had a doctor say it's this, but it really wasn't that? Lunchbox, anything with you? I mean, no. What about his tuber tuberculosis? I, I never, no, no, because I never brought that up to a doctor, so I was never misdiagnosed. Wait, what? <laughs> you never wait, told a doctor? Wait, how, how did, did you, you get Did you diagnose yourself? No, no, no. 
Like I'm saying, they never misdiagnosed me. The Like I had the sweats for over a year. And whenever I'd go to the doctor, I never thought anything of it. I thought it was my fan or my sheets or I would open the windows, bought a new fan, bought new comforter. I bought everything new thinking it was me. And then I hurt my toe playing soccer and I went and while I was leaving, I was like, oh, by the way, is there any reason I sweat at night? And the doctor's eyes got like flying saucer big. And he's like, what do you mean sweat at night? And I said, it's like I've run five miles. He goes, I'm going to need you to stop by and give me some blood on your way out. And they he called immediately it. puts on the hazmat suit. <laughs> he goes, oh, God, puts it on. Sit right there, sir. But, but you'd been to the doctor, though, while this other stuff was happening, though. You just never thought to talk about it. Right. I never thought, oh, man, the doctor will know why I'm sweating at night. Like, I thought he, he's going to be like, oh, change your sheets or buy a new comforter. So I thought I did all that. And when none of that worked and I just happened to be there for my toe, like I would never have made an appointment because I'm sweating. Yeah. That seems weird. And then, boy, oh, boy, the next day the doctor called me, not the nurse. And he was like, I need you to come back in for one more test. And I was like, oh, yeah. uh oh. Hepatitis. That test was the SAT, and he failed. I mean, it was scary, dude. Like, I thought, oh. And that it explained why I was tired all the time. Like, I'd I'd get up, and, I mean, fatigue was just a real thing. And then I started taking those pills. So, and just for anybody listening, I feel like uh, night sweats, like you've run five miles, and fatigue and whatever else, those would all be valid reasons to make an appointment if you have access to care. Oh, I mean, not just while you're in for your toenail. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I mean, I would had to get up in the middle of the night and get towels to dry (laughs) off. Yeah. And I would lay lay dry towels on my bed to soak up the sweat. Uh, Why didn't your wife say something like? He was hey, married. No, then. I wasn't they married then. I oh, wasn't yeah. married then, dude. Just and all the different girls. Uh, no, no. Hey, here's the thing. Yeah. He imagine sweating from all the ladies in his bed. That's what I. The, that's the only paranoid part I would have when I would go over to a chick's house or whatever. Or she'd come over and I'd be like, if I sweat tonight, it's gonna be the <laughs> grossest thing ever. <laughs> and so you weren't misdiagnosed. You just you were uh, you did not get diagnosed because you wouldn't ask about it. Right? Because I didn't. Got I thought it. it was something with my fan or my AC. Amy, you anything? No, I never been misdiagnosed. Thankfully. You? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I mean, I had some shoulder injuries, and it just took them a while to figure it out. I have this knot on my hand. Can you see this knot? Whoa. I've never seen that before. I know. What is that? And they have to stick a needle in it. And for a while, they thought it was a bone thing, but now they stick a needle in it, and they drain it. Ugh, there's pus it's in a there? cyst? It, yes, it's not pus. But they, yeah, it's, have you not seen that before? I've never seen that. It grows like every, so they, I guess with me, they've just experimented with things before they figured it out, other than misdiagnose it. But I thought I was like dying. And that's normal. They just pop it and drain it. It and doesn't then... pop. They go into it. It sucks. Oh. Once I called the doctor, I misdiagnosed myself. I called, I had to use the bathroom. Num- not number one. I was in number one. I, it had blood every, I thought I was dying. I was just bleeding. Well, that would be yes. out of my butt. And I called and I was like, I think I'm dying. Can you, can you get me in immediately? They were like, why are you, why, why are you dying? I said, I just went to the bathroom. There was blood everywhere in the toilet. And they were like, what? I said, I think I have like, Cancer. Yeah, that's scary. I just say that on the phone. <laughs> I think I, think I, I have, have cancer. cancer. And they're like, well, why do you think that's like there's blood everywhere? And I've read articles. No, like, please don't read articles. Mm. And so I went in and they said, you ever had a hemorrhoid? I said, I have not. They said, yes, you have. Welcome to hemorrhoid world. They didn't say it like that. <laughs> but I had been training so hard, I ripped the inside of my butt. And then another time was I tore my butt on a Peloton. But that one didn't bleed. That one just hurt. Ugh. Yeah, that's that a, that's a bad one. There. Well, yeah, but blood, blood there is uh, that that's is what a I sign thought. to get tested for. You blood know, in your you can stool. get a colonoscopy because that's... Was, oh, mine wasn't. It was just like... My mom's first sign of her cancer, so just See, I like that's to probably why that. I thought I had it. Well, you're not crazy, dude. If there's blood all in my toilet, I'd call I called. I called. I was like, I think, I, have, I think I'm dying. I think I have cancer. I literally... I wasn't kidding. Yeah. 
And they were like, relax. My heart was, was I, I thought it was, and then they were like, you're ready to hemorrhoid. Welcome to hemorrhoid land. I was like, this theme park sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Remember I had all those uh, staph infections? Eddie almost died. I had like, what, 12 staph infections at um, within two years. And they would come, and doctors would be like, oh, yeah, it's no problem. Oh, We're you got give you- misdiagnosed. Oh, Dude, we, man. They, they're like, we'll give you antibiotics. It'll be great. And they, they drain it, and they pop it, or whatever, and it's like all good. And then I two months later, I got another one. Oh, don't worry. We'll give you an antibiotic. Dude, I took antibiotics for like two mm-hmm. years straight. And then finally, I was at a wedding in North Carolina, and I was like, I have to go to the hospital. I went to Duke University. And they took me in there like, this is not normal. I was there for, what, two weeks? And he was in the hospital for two weeks, like almost died. Amy, there were like classes coming in every single hour with clipboards and like, all right, this patient has MRSA and we've given them this and they're all taking notes. I'm like, now I'm an experiment. They're going, oh my gosh. <laughs> probably seen- at a wow. teaching hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Duke. That's cool. But if you have to be taught about, that means it ain't that common. So apparently my body had like become resistant to mm. every antibiotic that there was only one that worked and they find they found it. And That's- after that, never got them again. Wow. That, that is a misdiagnosis over and over Big again. Time. Wow. Yeah. Dang, I'm sorry that happened to you. I forgot about that. We thought, we thought you were going to die. We really were concerned about your health. That was our friend early in our friendship. Yeah. And they were like, Eddie might die. Yeah. Because if that, it was all below my waist. If it had gone above my waist towards my heart, uh, man, I wouldn't be here today. And I don't, we don't make fun of you for your amputation below the waist. We won't <laughs> talk about that much. But. Thank you. You're still. Hey. You're still to we're, us. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Amputated or not, we're like you're still. We're good. You're my dude, you know. Uh, thanks, man. All right, Thank good. you. All right, Sam. Oh, Amy, do you want to say something before I play the song? Oh well, we since we we're talking about doctors, I just was. We were out to eat with a friend the other day that works with a lot of doctors, like a lot, like goes around and sees them. And she, she just casually was like, "Gosh, y'all would be shocked how many doctors are just like not smart." <laughs> she dates doctors. No, no, she she, she sees. Uh, that's what it sounded like. like a rep. Yeah, yeah, and like so, a rep, medical rep. Got it. I just was like, "What?" I mean, and she's <laughs> friends with several doctors that are smart, but she just said, "Yeah, like as many as I've called on." Like sometimes I sit there and I'm like, "Is this? Is this?" really what they do and that they're very book smart and they're able to pass a test mm-hmm. but then oh. you know in quick decision thinking or maybe street smarts of like trying to come up with something or really you know knowing how to help the patient she's sometimes shocked at sometimes what they say <laughs> they're dumb as a rock yeah that's not good <laughs> i know and we, we think they're the smartest people alive i know they like, have to be yeah. for sure i trust yeah. but we have to yeah. think that we have to think that our faith has to be in them yeah. Or it just doesn't work. This is wild. A guy goes on vacation for a few months. He has a one-year lease at his apartment, and that lease is in the few months that he's gone. Like he literally is paying rent. He's got. I'm gonna go away, but I'm gonna go see some family. Oh, I'm gonna stay a couple more weeks. I'm gonna stay a couple more weeks. He got back, and a lot of his stuff was like in weird places, and some of his stuff he couldn't find. So he filed a police report. Turns out there was not a break-in. His place had just been put away because his landlord had Airbnb'd his place out while he was gone. Oh, Oh. dang. (laughs) (laughs) Can't do that. The landlord was making extra cash. Double dipping. But I don't, I think single dipping because if you're a landlord, you don't mean, that doesn't mean you own the place. You could just be running the place. I think if you're Airbnb'ing it, that's the money you're really making. Mm. Because our landlords, landlords are weird term too by the way like the lord, <laughs> the of, the lord of the land yeah but there are landlords that we had that didn't own the place that were just hired to be the landlord oh that that would be like a management a i know but we called them but yeah. we called yeah but when you're broke everybody's a landlord <laughs> everyone whoever comes to your yes, door is a landlord somebody comes to your yeah. place that tells you what to do that uh, that is the lord of the land <laughs> i get that they're the landlord once you start to get fancy then you got property managers yeah, you're like, oh you're not the owner got uh, it right. but 
that's what happened. That the landlord was make the stuff wasn't stolen. But again, the guy thought it was stolen because it wasn't the right place. I mean, if anything, he was protecting the guy's stuff. <laughs> if anything. <laughs> but the guy posted about it, and lawyers gave him some legal advice. They're all telling him to sue. They say his landlord violated his quote for reasonable expectation of privacy. So that that stinks. That's t- that's it's time to move. You c- that person cannot be the lord of my land anymore. Mm-mm. I can't trust him to be the lord of my land anymore. Or you say, okay, landlord, how much did you make? And now we're in business together. I want all of it. <laughs> Ooh. Because I could have done that to my place if that were the case. But he did do the legwork. Of what? Putting uh, a put stuff it, away? Posting it on Airbnb. <laughs> no, but, I, and... but I could have done that. Okay. No, we're not but fighting you, for the landlord here. You didn't here. do it, though. You didn't do it. But you did it illegally. You didn't ask. Yeah, yeah. So now, you ever heard? So this is going to be punitive. Where I'm going to, you know what punitive means, uh, Lunchbox? Yeah, it's uh, up to date. Mm-mm. Is it? No, no, Mm-mm. it's uh, punitive. Um, ba- damages. Pure. I hear pure. I've heard punitive damages. Punitive would mean like you are doing it to set an example to show everybody else what it would be if they did the same type of thing. Okay, then oh. why don't you say, I'm going to make an example out of you instead of saying punitive. Why don't we just use the word that it means? Like, why do we well, have to get all a, fancy? A, well, it's a legal <laughs> so word. Well, the actual yeah, definition le- is uh, inflicting or intended as punishment um, a current a tax charge extremely high, whatever. So uh, punitive damages, <laughs> I don't know, I might be wrong about this. <laughs> After reading Will you look that? up punitive damages, make sure I'm right about this? Well, that's fine. Yeah. It, it, we learn See, like, mm-hmm. and, and I learned, like, I had to look up landlord for sure. And it is the, the actual owner. But then I also learned from you, like, hey, we just called everybody the landlord. Fancy people say property manager. Punitive so. damages are legal. Recomp, uh, the defendant found guilty, committed wrong, or ordered to pay on top of normal damages. They're awarded by a court of law not to, I don't know, I'm still, I still have no idea. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's just now. keep going here. Um, so I thought punitive meant in court, like, you do it. It's extra money you have to pay so everybody else knows. Ah, oh, that's like the, the example that was set there. Hmm. They're making them pay Precedent? That. Like, see, that, you know what I mean? Just, if we didn't use these big words, we wouldn't have these problems. That's why they need right. to well, like, these sometimes big words. Sometimes people are used well, to like, I mean, set I, a precedent. I get a precedent. Yeah, welcome I know, predicament. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Lunchbox is right, though. Why not just say, I'm going to make an example out of right. you. Or, or if you want to say, uh, you're in trouble, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you, but lawyers do all the fancy words, they do. so we have to hire them to take a... I just did a whole contract thing, and you have to have a lawyer go through and tell you what the contract says because of all the words. Ugh, I know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Uh, yeah, it is that. It's to punish the defendant. That's, that's literally what it is. Punitive? Punitive damages. Damages exceeding simple compensation awarded to punish the defendant extra, so then people can use that to go, look, he was punished by that. Regardless, this is only going to be in the podcast, this part, by the way. <laughs> For the air part, we're going <laughs> to uh, cut all this part of us fighting about what words mean. Regardless, uh, not cool. Not cool by the landlord. Yeah, that's messed up. You ever been a landlord, Amy, at all? Yes. Yep. What? Yeah. Um, well, Ben and I had, when he was, when we lived in North Carolina, when he was in the Air Force, he, uh, our first home, we ended up moving uh, across the street uh, to another home. And so then we ended up owning two homes in North Carolina. And we kept them, like the whole time. We were, oh, even when we moved them. to Nashville, we kept them, but then we, uh, they were divided. Oh, oh, you didn't sell them before you got divorced? So our very first home we sold like two, a year and a half or so before uh, we got divorced. It was just time to let that one go. And then the other one we sold during the, 
the the process and split the. Why did you start saying she divorce say and it. back off? First of all, I she just, sounded like the first house she pulled off life support. She goes, it's time to let it go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, the second like house, crumbling. she was like, yeah. So Oop. did you sell it and split the money or did you just say we're going to sell it and split the money? We sold it and split the what we made from it 50-50. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. And so that was nice um, because we were whole, honestly, we, <laughs> we decided to use those as investments. Like we're going to be able to call it like our kids yeah. call, college or things that came up in like a, it's an emergency fund if we ever need to sell this house. Well, and now then, they can only go to college for two years instead of four. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Did you have to go and fix stuff at the house as landlord? Yeah, so because it was North Carolina, we, well, when we lived across the street, yeah, we would walk over and fix whatever from for our renters. But then once we moved to Nashville, we had to hire like a friend that lived there to go by and fix things that happened. So, But you would go fix stuff sometimes? Uh, well, in your tool belt with your Allen wrench and your, <laughs> I guess I wouldn't fix it, but I would arrange the, the call of like, oh, there's a plumbing issue. Okay, let me take care of that. I had to, but yeah, I mean, we had great, we got lucky with great renters, um, so that was nice. Yeah, sorry about that. Nobody Airbnb did. Well, we <laughs> you didn't do that as a landlord. I was a landlord, and it was fun. Like, what'd you do? Wait, you were a landlord, and you Airbnb it? it? No, I didn't Airbnb, but I was oh. a landlord because I had a house, and then I had a roommate, so I was the landlord because I could tell him, "Oh, you got to move out, or if you want to re up your rent." It was a lot of fun. I ended up having to kick one out. It was crazy. I mean, landlord is stressful. It sounds like you're you're as a fantasy of yours. You said it was your, fun <laughs> and stressful. Your boys. It was both. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, it was fun and stressful at the same time because like when someone doesn't pay the rent, you got to tell them, "Hey, you got to get out." It's just like, man, this is awkward. I worked at a, at apartment complex to lower my rent, and I would go and do little fixes, but I wasn't the official landlord. Oh, really? I think that's what Ray does. Yeah, Ray, Ray, you do that now? No, I'm not maintenance. We just throw parties. <laughs> He's like the, uh, the social committee. He's a coordinator, a care coordinator. Thank you. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> not maintenance. I don't even know what's happening here, but uh, anyway, bad job, landlord. You're not a good landlord. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yeah you heard that right a real person get the customer service you deserve with discover limitations apply see terms at discover.com slash credit card this is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Questions, comments, feedback. Our number is 877-77-BOBBY. Call us. 877-77-BOBBY. Bobby's Big Stories. So the moment you are most alert is when you wake up and you start to 
go down when you head to work. It's a very brief period there. Wow. Yeah, really oh, short period. Yeah. Your mental ability goes up and down during the day as much as 30%. And in the morning, from when you wake up to when you leave the house, your creativity, alertness, alertness and logic are at their peak. Wow. Okay. Then we should have, you should wake up at work. <laughs> so how do, how do we get there? Well, you sleep at work. I'm going to change up the whole style. <laughs> you wake up at work, you get a bunch of crap done, okay. and then you just go home mm. earlier. Okay. Wow. But our beds are at work. Right. Okay. So family. Huh. We don't like that? No, matter. not at all. Yeah. Well, it's just a different way to look at it, Amy. You know? Yeah, sure. Aren't we family? Right. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Sinead O'Connor died at 56 years old. You would know her from this song right here. Really? Mm -hmm. Her 17-year-old son, Shane, was found dead after being reported missing for two days. Yeah. Feels like that wore on her a lot. Mm. So, yeah, rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. Who is still alive, you ask? Ask me. Who is? Nope. Not asking. Why? Because I feel like you're going to say... No, why would he do that right why now? Why would I do that right oh, now? What? That would be so insensitive. Ask me who's still alive. Uh, yeah. No. Do say who's still alive. I'm not. Who's still alive? Mick Jagger. He turns 80 today. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Happy birthday, Mick Jagger. Amy, that'd be Whatever. terrible. I don't even know what you're talking about, what I would have done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Amy did say her dad, who died last year. Uh, two years, two years ago. ago. Wow. Yeah. He's back on Snapchat. Yeah. What do you mean? Do what? Gosh, yeah, I From get heaven? it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know heaven, how heaven chat. if <laughs> you if you have Snapchat and someone's phone number and your phone gets Snapchat, you get a notification and it pops up, Dad on Snapchat. <laughs> I was like, hmm. so Weird. then, and then my half sister sends a text to our family text. She's like, and hers is like, Dad on, and she's like, what in the world? She didn't realize that my sister, my other sister, had given her son South. He turned thirteen, got a cell phone, and she decided <laughs> to give him my dad's phone number because they were still oh, paying for it. Got it. So now, yeah, my nephew has my dad's That's number. That's a weird notification. Yep. And Your dad, and you click it, you're like, oh, there's something there. And it's literally heaven. It's all it's like, a light. <laughs> wow. Right. But we knew. That, what like, a show that would be. Like, what, Think about that. Think about what a cool show that would be if that show, someone in heaven set up a, let's just say Snapchat, and that's the only way you could communicate with them is when, by through, through snaps. Through Snapchat. But you could talk to them in heaven and they're also talking to people that you want to talk to. You yeah. mean like a fictional show? Yes. I was thinking reality show. I'm like, I don't know if we could do that. It's hard to cast that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fictional. I'm sure that's possible. Like, you know, Highway to Heaven, yeah, yeah. but Snapchat to Heaven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's like, funny. I knew that I wasn't that nervous about it like my half-sister was because this happened to me when, when our mom died. Like, we don't share the same mom. Someone was actually a stranger, ended up from Verizon or whatever, getting my mom's number years later. And it popped up that my mom was on Snapchat. And that's when I freaked out. So then my dad joined, you know, when he was dead and joined, it was fine. That is a weird notification, though. Even for for just a second. Yeah. Heads up. Uh, Researchers are developing injectable smart tattoos that could someday monitor your health. Interesting. That's cool. Some researchers believe the next generation of tattoos will be more about just the markings. Now you can still get the markings that you want, but also when they're doing that, they also put in these smart tattoo pigments that go under your skin to monitor certain biomarkers that scientists, engineers, designers can all create and then use to monitor things like when people have been in the sun too long, um, kidney, liver functions, dehydration. That's pretty cool. Yeah, this is like pretty litter. Well, excuse me? Huh? It's the kind of cat litter I use, and it turns the cat you litter. You use litter? <laughs> For my... Oh, no, he took the toilet. Did your ex-husband take the toilet? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Amy's using litter. Man, things got tough at the Amy house. Okay. Reverse. Anyway, 
uh, her litter changes colors depending on what is wrong with her. And there's a chart on the bag. And if it's a certain color, it's like, ooh, something's wrong with her. It's just like a mood ring, though. Because <laughs> you can't really tell. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that monitoring tattoo, though, does seem pretty cool. Yeah. Is that how they track us, too? Probably. If they want to track us, they're already tracking Not us. Not if we lose our phones. That's right. But you don't ever lose your phone. But I'm saying, like, if I want to be uncharted. But why do you want to be? Right? Why do you want to be off uncharted? As, say I want to go off the grid. Yeah. I just leave my phone at home, and they'll never find you me unless I have that. You're tattoo. not going to survive off the grid, though. Everybody's like, "What if I just want to get off the grid?" You're not going to survive. <laughs> That's true. We'll die. Pretty quick. It's like people going, "Man, uh, I want to keep my gun in case the government comes." Well, you're gonna, no one's trying to take your gun anyway. Secondly. If the government comes, they're going to send drones yeah. and they're going to launch missiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to win that. <laughs> they got power. Yeah, you can have your muzzle loader all day long, buddy. Um, you can sit this way next time you get a hiccup attack. This is from First for Women magazine. Pull your knees up to your chest, lean forward slightly into your knees and hold for one minute. That simple sitting position compresses the diaphragm and that's what stops the hiccups. So again, Pull your knees to your chest, lean forward slightly, and just kind of hug your knees. Where has this been all our lives? Because I've been like magazine, just haven't been a subscriber like I have. <laughs> right, I've been doing the take a sip of water, do a handstand, swallow upside down. Mm-hmm. I mean, this seems way easier. I think somebody pranked you with that one. Uh, Britney Spears had a tell-all memoir, and it was like, hey, it's coming out. Look at us, big book. Now it's been delayed four months because lawyers for Timberlake and Colin Farrell are contesting claims about their past romances. Uh, oh. Ooh, which is also great press for the book. Right. To delay it four months because there are lawyers is the greatest press for the book. That's from page six. I I didn't, really, I didn't get sued for my first book. I had somebody threaten me, but they didn't sue me. Oh. For bare bones. Yeah. Because they were going to lose. Everything I wrote, we had proof of. So... I don't even want to bring it back up, but it was an issue for a second. We didn't delay it. I wish we would have been like, oh, no, we're being (laughs) people are holding us down. But yeah, so what they'll do is they'll investigate that. The only way to beat them saying they're going to sue is to have truth. So if Britain's like, no, this is true. Here's the proof. You can sue all you want, but I have truth. Truth wins every lawsuit. A couple files a $75,000 lawsuit after discovering hidden cameras recording them uh, being intimate in their Airbnb. Man, I worry about that all the time. But only $75,000. I'd be suing for more. A Texas couple is suing a Maryland man for $75,000 after he planted hidden cameras inside an Airbnb they had rented. Oh, I know. This is awful. They stumbled upon the hidden cameras in the bathroom. They say they were uh, shocked and distressed, embarrassed, humiliated, loss of dignity. In response to the report, law enforcement officials investigated the residence and found another video device. Camouflage is a smoke detector. Oh. Where another guest was staying. Gee. I don't, here's the thing. Because they were worried about being naked on camera, bathroom, whatever. I would rather be recorded naked or like doing it instead of being recorded sitting on the toilet doing number two. (laughs) Like if one of them have to be released in the bathroom, I don't want anyone to see that second one. Okay. Interesting. That one's more embarrassing to me. Well, you're just sitting there, though. Yeah, but that's mm. that's gr- that's vulnerable and gross. <laughs> it is vulnerable. Nah, I don't like it. I don't want that on the internet. Huh. The other one, that's showbiz, baby. Hey, you all don't check like <laughs> stuff when you're at Airbnbs, like I will vents now. and like paintings. I always take the paintings off, look behind them. You do? No, you yeah. don't. Yes, I do. You don't check that. And you know what? I've never checked the smoke detectors. I'm gonna start doing that. The one thing they camouflage <laughs> the cameras they all are. You don't move paintings. Yeah, I do. Because we read a lot of these stories. Americans said they need an average of three vacations per year. Oh, I need more than that. <laughs> Goodness. The average American sets their vacation budget limit for the whole year at $2,743. Uh, 
And that's total for the three vacations? How many vacations do you go on a year? Uh, I went on one this year. But it doesn't have to be a week. It can be three days. You can even count the long weekends. Yeah. No, no, I haven't gone anywhere for those weekends, so that's the problem. You didn't go to Florida another Vegas, different time? Mm-hmm. Sure. Vegas. That's no, home. no, I've been, well, I mean, Vegas. Okay, well, he's going to start. No, 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 hold on, hold on. no. Vegas was work. Uh, no, I haven't gone on a long weekend anywhere. Jeez, what is wrong with my family? We went to Florida for vacation. That was it. Well, it's still only July. And you'll have oh, yeah, we're already halfway over the year. You have another one at Christmas. No, we're not going anywhere. Well, it's still a vacation <laughs> if you just take time off. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be working. Oh, you consider that? No, I consider that just having a day off work. Not, like a vacation is you have to go somewhere. No, I don't think so. Uh-uh. My favorite vacation is when we go nowhere. My Our last what? vacation, I stayed here and it was great, but it was totally vacation. That yeah. sounds so lame to stay. Like people that do staycations, it makes no sense. Well, you already a lot live, of times you can't afford to go on a vacation. But you live in that city, so you're just doing, staying in your own city. It's but like, like Bone said, you don't have the money to yeah. go anywhere else. Or, well, that's lame to not have money. It's like timing <laughs> stuff too. It just works out. So you do other things. You go to the lake. You maybe yeah. go do you things you don't in. normally mm-hmm. get to do. Yeah. You Plug. I like staycations because I'm traveling a lot. Yeah. I guess you like vague because you never leave. That's right, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Three a year, though, is the average. All right, thank you. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. I had the worst Mexican food I ever had in my whole life yesterday. How? How do, you, how do you go wrong with Mexican food? Hey, ask Spartanburg, South Carolina. I don't oh, know. Well, is that, is that not their specialty? I guess it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it was that or sushi? So we were trying to find a place to go eat lunch yesterday. We had been at Carolina Panthers training camp. They gave us really cool access, and we interviewed the head coach. We interviewed Bryce Young, hung out with them, and then we're looking for food. And so we first went to this place because Mike D is a vegan, and it was called Clean Kitchen. And we walk in, and it's just one of those places where you buy the food that's already made, and you microwave it, or you take it home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we had to, like, awkwardly get out. Yeah. Because they didn't have veggies for Mike. And we didn't really want it. Yeah. (laughs) So we blamed it on Mike, and then we're like, <laughs> you have no vegan options. So then we go over, but I do like that clean kitchen place, yeah, just cool. not for that. I like to have that stuff at home. Then we go over, and I don't even know the name of it. It doesn't matter where we went. But we go over, and it was, it was not good. So, like, what was bad about it? Everything. Like bad chips? I just think there were no Mexicans that worked there or consulted them, right? No, and there were, like, two college kids there. I, I uh-huh. think it was a money laundering place, honestly, and they were just like, crap, we have customers. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> But it just felt like there was no, like, Hispanic or Mexican influence there at all. And I was telling Eddie about Southern Queso, which is just called cheese dip on a menu. And it was written down on the menu. Yeah. Cheese dip. And he had never seen that before. So, yeah, it was pretty rough. I mean, maybe I just had lived in Texas so long and my palate's a little... Man, had the real stuff Mm -hmm. for a long time. But also, I think I like Tex-Mex better than I do Mexican food. Because Tex-Mex is what we think here in America is Mexican food. Correct. And then when, we have, when I have real Mexican food, I'm like, ah, this doesn't feel legit. And they're like, no, it's so legit. <laughs> it's so legit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, it wasn't, we, we didn't love it yesterday. So how do you handle that? Nothing. We just, I just going to tell you about it. My stomach is hurting kind of last night. Oh. And we ate it because yeah. we were so hungry. Yeah. It wasn't their fault. It's just a, Spartanburg, South Carolina has a different kind of Mexican food. It is what it I is. I would say it was what it was. <laughs> but we did that and, you know, got back and I watched... As much of the UFO hearings as I could on my phone, but then I just went back and watched all the clips, and this stuff is unbelievable. You know me. I'm fascinated by this stuff. Yes, you are. And they've been hiding stuff from us, regardless of if it's what you think it is or aliens or whatever. They've been hiding stuff from us, for sure. 
And so you had retired Major David Grush, former Navy pilot Ryan Graves, former Navy Commander David Fravor, all test all, all testifying under oath. So you have all of these extremely accomplished members of the military testifying under oath with Congress on television. Okay. So it's not just people looking to get clips on the internet. Uh, what do you want first? You tell me. Can we talk about the non-human bodies? Yeah. Non-human bodies. That sounds like a good place to start. Yeah, this Grush guy, younger-ish guy, kind of shaved head, had like a red tie on. He kind of dominated it. And he's on and he's talking about, and again, I'll read you his name here. Retired Major David Grush is his name. <laughs> and he asked about, okay, they asked him like finding um, um, aliens on crashed crafts. And he explained that the bio biologics, I think is how he said it, were found on these these little beings here. Do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? Something I can't discuss in public setting. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. So he was so sure to say over and over again, because I watched, he would not say extraterrestrials. He would just say non-human. Mm. Mm. And so then it could the have thing, been animals. Piloting hey, a Airbud. <laughs> <laughs> a monkey. Okay. I never thought of that, Eddie, honestly. You're right. It could be an technically, animal. Yeah. But so why is he saying like I can't discuss that publicly? But what he did say, every question he couldn't discuss, he said, I will meet with you afterward. There's some of the stuff that is still they there's some details they can't put out that have really nothing to do with it. Well, I, they're not aliens. Non humans. Got it, got it. But he does say all the stuff that's that's, that's classified. He says, I'll meet with you after this and share everything with you. Okay. Ooh. Mm -hmm. And so the the guy from Texas, the representative there, was asking about the possibilities. And they call them UAPs now instead of UFOs. What so, is that, UAP? Uh, unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Okay. And so they asked the dude about, would they be violent? Could they win in a fight? And the, and the, the dude's like, yeah, duh. We would lose. They're 50,000 years ahead of us is what he said. Like, we wouldn't have a chance. What? They talked about the tic-tac thing that he said, there's nothing that we have in, well, there's no way with what we know about physics that this machine that they saw, multiple people, little tic-tac in the air, could go flying this fast, stop, and go the other way like it did. Like, it's not that nobody has it, it's just we don't even understand the physics of it. You mean a tic-tac like the mint? It looks like yeah. the mint, but it's a big, big shape. It's shaped like that is why they like call it that. And the, there's video of it. It's one of these videos that one of the military guys got from their plane. It's hmm. crazy. I'm telling you. Something's up. It doesn't have to be little green men from Mars, but something's up. I think they're coming from the ocean. <laughs> we don't know what's there. It's a deep, deep ocean. We don't know. What, what do you mean? mean? What do you mean? We know that there's a bottom. Do we? We've never been yeah. there? Yeah. We, we've never been there. China's right under us. We don't even know that's true. But we know there's a bottom because you go down and see sea, uh, ships sunk on the bottom. No, here. But with, there are parts of the ocean we've never been oh, able yeah, to explore. Oh, that's too deep. Yeah, 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 yeah. The abyss. They asked about cover-ups. The guy's like, yep. Yeah, they do that? Mm-hmm. Since the 30s, they've been aware of non-human activity. They talked about Pentagon denials. There are other witnesses. It, it, it's crazy. So why are these guys talking? Exactly. They finally were 
got to have this public committee hearing. They've been trying forever and they have been talking a little bit, but they also, they're being asked questions by Congress people. Mm. Right. So they have to answer them. Mm. So they put themselves in that position to have to answer the questions under oath. Retired Major David Grush. But then he didn't, <laughs> see, here's the problem. He's under oath and he still says, oh man, I can't discuss that. No, there, no, no. Like, come on. There are That's certain things honestly, he said that he will tell yeah. them behind closed doors because there are confidential information about certain things that we have as Ameri as the United States. Classified. Classified information about the stuff that we're using. All right. So what's the Congress people going to do about exactly. it once they hear that stuff? Nothing. No, we can't do. So they just hey, sit back and hold on, baby. Huh. So you should just run for Congress so you can just know that stuff. They won't tell everybody. Oh. Even behind closed doors? I don't think, I don't think the doors? president knows. There's a, there's a story about Jimmy Carter that's out there. There's a video of him supposedly being told about it. And he starts crying. What? But, it, but they could have been telling him anything. Yeah, they could. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you all, you should, they told him a sad story about I missing dogs. I said supposedly dog. there's a video of him and there are all these suits and they tell him and he starts crying. Why would he start crying? What if you found out that there were aliens that could dominate us? Okay. Valid. Or his favorite football team lost. And yeah. It literally could be anything, right. but that's what the rumor of the video is. And he's never said that wasn't true. Oh. But he's never said it was true. <laughs> I feel like as a president, like, you would be more like, sto like uh, stoic, not super emotional, but like you hold it together and then go handle what you need to handle. I'm sure presidents cry all the time about I know, things. You, I, I need them to. I want them to be empathetic. Yes, me too. But in that if moment. If you're going to be enslaved by an alien race, it's a pretty good reason to cry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'd say, yeah. It's mm -hmm. over. <laughs> Did you see that congressman that like froze during his press conference? Senator. Thank you. What Mitch, happened? Mitch McConnell. Wow. Oh, what did he do? He, he was talking at the press conference and he froze. Okay. I, I'd say like for a, 30 seconds. Like a glitch? Yeah. Couldn't do anything. And they'd escort him off. Is that, I, I read when someone said, guys, that's a stroke. Yes. Like, people were that, then speculating his uh, health. Yeah, and do that. President Biden called Mitch McConnell, checked on him. Mitch McConnell came back later, but he was talking and just, that's oh, it, just okay. froze. I, I was worried for a second. I was like, Bobby, what? He did what? No, that's well, what but, but it was like that. But that's that, what happened. Right. It was really weird. weird awkward, and also yeah. Mitch McConnell's really old. Yeah. And just generally, guys, we don't need to have old, old, old people don't. making all the decisions for us. No, definitely. Eventually we're going to be real old, old, and I don't think we should be making those decisions for us. No. Mitch McConnell's 81 years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's about time he chills, right? Like retire. I mean, he's held the same seat since 1985. Wow. I mean, he knows what he's doing. No. Or? No, because isn't he in a seat where you don't have to get, do you have to get reelected? I don't even know. Yeah, you have to get reelected. <laughs> no, because some people are, get lifetime. No, or, that's a, that's the Supreme Court. Okay, well, I didn't know if he's on the Supreme Court. Uh, he's a senator. We just said. <laughs> but I don't know if a senator's on Supreme Court. <laughs> you don't know what a senator is, man. And he's, uh, is he the, um, um, minority? No, I guess they're the majority now, huh? In the yeah, yeah, oh, no, no, he's not well, Supreme Court. I mean, whatever. There should just be term limits on this. Sort of yeah, thing. or age limit. We don't need a president over. You can't run if you're over seventy. Which wait, how? I don't is, care if you're sixty-eight and you turn over seventy in office, but no, no president's over seventy. Right. We don't. We have funny conversations about old people driving cars down the road, but we're like, go run our country. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Wait, but how old is? I know Biden's like old. They're all old. How old is he? I don't know. Hundred has to be eighty. Hundred seventy. Yeah. He's eighty. He's eighty. How old's Trump? 75? I think he's older, isn't he? 77? Wow. That I is... Mean, that's old. Those spray tans really help him out, I think. Golly. He looks younger. 
He's 77. <laughs> I didn't think he was that old. He acts younger. I've yeah, met yeah, him yeah. person. He probably looks a little rough. Wow. I think he wears maybe a lot of makeup. Dang. That's crazy. He's 77. Do I even know anybody 77? Yes. Uh, I do. My former in-laws. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you know okay. them, okay. but like, well... In- uh, Willie Nelson's 90. Whoa! Yeah, that's crazy. That's I mean, unreal. he could probably run our country. <laughs> Too old. It doesn't yeah, matter no, who. He's, he's getting no, up Doesn't there. matter. You know, if I'm going to give one 77-year-old person a pass, it's Dolly. She gets to run our country. Yes. But for three months. She's 77? 77. See, wow. wow. That's crazy. I would trust her. Yeah. Yeah. She mm. seems like she's still really there. But is 77 getting... Because 77 used to be 500 years old when we were younger. Yeah. Are we just getting closer to it so it's old, but it's not so old? <laughs> or are they just looking better and healthier? I think that their age is, they're, we're all looking younger. Like 40. I say we. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you okay. mean, Amy? Well, humans, like, I don't know what it is <laughs> because when you see pictures of 40 back in the day, it's very different than what 40 looks like now and even 50, 60. Like, everything just looks. Mm younger or I don't know if that's just we're the ones getting older but Bob Barker still alive or not dead uh, he's alive oof. he's alive in 99 wow what why why does it feel like he's passed yeah well he looks like it but he's alive yeah. he's not 99 that is unreal that's cool Pat Sajak 76 Vanna White 66 she's almost 70 dang and she's still gonna stick around huh what I mean is she's going to still flip the letters when uh, Sajak retires. And Seacrest is there? I yeah. believe so, yeah. All right, hey. well, we're getting older doing this bit, so I'm going to jump out. <laughs> you know, Tony Bennett died earlier this week. Lunchbox said it's one of his favorite concerts he's ever been to. Really? It's a Tony Bennett concert. You said Elton. You said, no, no. You said Lionel Richie was boring. but So boring. But Tony Bennett was awesome? Let me tell you, I went to Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Uh, got it. And I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know anything, but I walked out of that place. And I was like, that was fantastic. Like, that was some talent. Wow. I'm surprised that you like that kind of music. No, no. I didn't care about the music. The, the, the talent on stage, like, their ability to sing. Like, this dude came out, and he was old at this point. And I was like, he can still sing, like, clear as day. I mean, I don't know the songs. Yeah. But, but I, did you think because he was so old... He was doing a good job, or it didn't matter his age. It was still awesome. It didn't matter his age, and I, and that was the first time I'd really seen Lady Gaga sing. You know what I mean? Instead of doing her like goofy like meat dresses and stuff like that, and I was like, that was wow. So I asked him for his top five concerts ever. I don't know where that falls on the list, but number five, Lunchbox. Number five, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Barely made your top five then. Barely. Okay, good. Number four, Bruno Mars. Where? Las Vegas. Describe it. Uh, It was in a a venue at the Cosmopolitan. It was New Year's Eve. And I mean, he's up there and he has his whole like band and they're got drunk. They got horns and they're Mm. all dancing back and forth. The floor was shaking. It was so awesome. Number three. Number three, back in Austin, Texas at Stubbs. A band by the name of Blue October. Oh, yeah. I saw them live at Stubbs, and it was like, this is what life is about. They played in our studio, yeah. too. They, I know. They were local. I understand. They, play, they were really like, good. Really, but- like, intimate show with, like, 
50 listeners yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah, one yeah. time. I think Eddie's being facetious. This is what life's about, huh? Dude, it was a, it was a jam yeah. of a concert. They're really good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. All right, number two. Number two, New York City, Yankee Stadium, the new Yankee Stadium. First event held there, Eminem, Jay-Z. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out there in Brooklyn. Now who went first? Who went second? B.O.B. went first. Oh, yeah. Eminem went second. Jay-Z went third. And your number one concert of all time. My number one concert. Let me, guys, go back to October 27th, 2008. In Houston, Texas at the Toyota Center. The one and only Miss Tina Turner. Oh, this was it, guys. There was no opener. There was no waiting for Lionel Richie to get off the stage. It was Tina, Tina, and more Tina. I think there could be some new listeners that go, I thought Lunchbox didn't like music. Because you don't. You're not a music no, guy. No. You don't listen to music, really. You don't know music, drive with music. No, don't drive with music. You nothing. seem passionate about the concerts, though. I'm just telling you, like, I mean, this, like, Tina Turner, she's the one that I'm like, oh, I feel it. I feel it. And I can, I understand why people love her. And it's just like, wow, she is amazing. Amazing. And I told my wife this the other night when we were at, at Sheeran. I said, I, I just feel so weird in life that people get so hyped up about concerts all the time. And I was like, I just like, we were at, at Sheeran. I was like, oh, it's cool. It's entertaining. Like, he was very good. But it wasn't like, I, but I was looking at people like just rocking their face off. So people, and pe people love concerts like you would like a sporting event even. Correct. Like it's yeah. just, and I said, it's just weird that so many people get so hyped about a concert and I'm like, oh, they're fine. Like we go and it's like, cool. There's a few that have like, when I walked out of there, I'm like, well, that was an experience. Somebody could think that about Arkansas or Kansas basketball. Yeah. And you'd be like, I don't get why those guys get so pumped up about that because it's just a game. But it's the same. You know, we all have our, our own interests. Yes, but people have this all the time. Like, I don't go to many sporting events, you know, like, but people go to concerts all the time and there's numerous concerts every week and they still love them as much as the one last week. And it's just like, that's crazy. What about you love Teen Moms? I do love Teen Moms. Mm -hmm. But I've never, like, I, I mean, it's... It's not the same as I, I see those people. Like, I'll never have that experience of where it's general admission and you get there four hours early because you want to sprint to the front of the stage and you never leave because you want to wait for that artist to come out. Like, I just... I'm sure you have that version somewhere. We just have to find it. You have that that, that in your life for yeah, something, like, just what, not music. For one of the team moms, didn't he get to Barnes & Noble like really early and get in line? Wrong, her? wrong. I got there late because I wanted to be last in line so I had more time with her. Smart, creepy, smart. Okay, well, well somehow that's creepier than where Amy started with it. Right. Yeah, because if you go at the beginning, you get uh, shooed away. Yeah. If you're the last one, you get all the time in the world because you got nowhere to be. There's no one behind you. Okay. In the post show today, I'll do my top five concerts. If you guys want to check that podcast out, we do this show on the podcast. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. We do the show on YouTube every day, and we do a post show as well. Bones. Bobby Bones Show. Bonehead. Story up the day. This story comes to us from Columbus, Georgia. A 19-year-old man wanted to show off to friends. Says, oh, you want to see me do donuts in my car? So they go and they find a parking lot and... <laughs> doing donuts. Mm -hmm. Only problem is they didn't realize they were doing it in front of the police building. Oh. oh I'm going to look out for that. How do you... Fish <laughs> in a barrel. How do you not realize that, though? Sometimes they look like uh, office. Yeah, and it's, it was dark at night. <laughs> okay. 
So it's not but like there's usually lights on it, mm-hmm. and, cop and, cars and it would stick. Yeah, it would stick out even more because the cop cars parked out or anywhere near. It. Yeah, I, there was a at a church near our house. I had put it on Instagram. These kids were doing crazy donuts, so much so they were making like they were just trying to make the most smoke possible. But one of them was sitting on the top. And one was hanging out the side, and oh one was goodness. on the hood. Mortified. Yeah, yeah, that's not smart. Do you remember the video? Yeah, no, I remember. I remember thinking like it almost looked so like something you pulled from somewhere, but I knew you actually saw it. But it looked so, you know, like one of those videos you see on TV or something. On TV, like, yeah, yeah. Like it was crazy. On TV. Did you ever go like uh, car surfing on top of the car? Well, Teen no. Wolf, back, Teen Wolf, way, way, way back in the day for you kids. There's a movie about Michael J. Fox who played basketball, <laughs> turned into a wolf. His buddy Styles, yeah, and Styles would, and, and it would, you know, they get on top. It's surf. Yeah, you know, I never did that. Man, I, I did thought that. it was fun. I did that one time. It was very scary. I remember. Whoa, wait, you surfed? I surfed on the top of the car. People died from that. I know. Yeah. I remember when. It, and same thing with like the program. Yeah. When they yeah. laid in the middle of the road and they pulled that from the theater. Yeah, I never saw that scene. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at my video here of these people that are doing the donuts. I still have it here. They're on top of the SUV. Yeah, it's crazy. As do- it's crazy. Crazy, no, it's crazy. Kids. I thought there's something from TV when I watched it. No, it's from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. So you can make money for a while doing reels, and these guys here would all be fighting to get more, more views. And total money made, Eddie, did you tell us? I think I maybe told you. You did tell us. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say it's under t- under 1000 he likes to lie about He this. used to say he was making so much money, but he wouldn't tell us because he knew he wasn't making it. What did you make, make in reals? It was $100 a month. For how many months? Do the math. I don't know <laughs> how many months. How many? <laughs> Probably did for about a year. So 12 months. But you just said under $1,000. What? He okay, said about well, a year. Well, so. I, I said about, about. Okay, so let's, let's just say Eddie made $1,000. Yeah, sure. that's about right. Lunchbox, what did you make? I made about 2000 total. <gasps> you did? Yeah. Wow. Morgan, what do you think you made from... This is not the show account. This is their own personal <laughs> account. What do you think you made? About 6500 what on earth? She was an early adopter, guys. She was the one to tell me, dude, you got to start doing reels. Right, they're right, they're right. going to pay people. They're going to pay people. I'm That's like, crazy you made that much money. Ugh. I know. It was Making wild. It wild. just came in by itself, too. I was like, this is sweet. Were they coming checks or were they just... Direct deposit to my account. Dang. I'm glad cool. it's over because these... Lunchbox oh, and wait, Eddie. Amy. It's oh, not oh over. That's why I'm bringing it back up. Is it back? It's back. They're going to fight Stop. over it. Wait. Morgan, tell them what's... Because Morgan's already made $1,000 this new way. Oh, no. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Go ahead, Morgan. So it's not on Instagram anymore. You have to have a business account on Facebook. If you create a, a page that you post on and you post reels on Facebook, you can get made made some money on Facebook, just All like right, you did okay. on Instagram reels. Here we go, Facebook. Lunchbox business page. So the Bobby Bone Show page, we don't make money for that. I We do make money. I just don't know where it goes. Yeah, not to us. <laughs> yeah. No it goes, idea. It goes to the mothership, <laughs> Scuba Steve, probably. No, yeah, even higher than me. It goes way up. Yeah, like New York. Yeah, like New corporate? York. Yeah, corporate gets it for sure. Wow. Got it. Okay, but face for our listeners, though, if they do reels, or they do at the Facebook reel type thing. Yes. You Facebook just have stories. to have your own, like, personal page. It can't be, like, a friend page. It has to be a professional business page. Oh, really? Yeah. Do so you guys have professional pages? No, Morgan has one? one. I do. I yeah. don't. I don't. Mike, do you? I do. Mike does on Facebook. What, what is your name, Mike? Mike Destro. At Mike Destro. That's Amy. your business? Amy, what you? Amy Brown. Yeah. But... I guess I don't know if it's it. I don't know. I gotta look it up. Okay. Amy you Brown. You Amy, ask, I, ask what you, and you don't even know. I do. I know it's under Amy Brown, but I don't know the exact handle. What's our page, Mike? Radio Amy Brown. Radio Amy Brown. Radio Amy wow. Brown. Morgan, what's yours? I want to look you up. At Web Girl Morgan. It's the same across all. Oh, there you guys go. don't have any little page there. Oh, wow. boo-boos. Oh, you better be getting ready. I'm coming. I'm getting ready right now. Thanks, man, for the heads up. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for being here today. Go to the podcast, search it up. 
Are you guys going to be annoying and be shooting this stuff all the time? Now? Maybe. 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 Just they got to set up the pages first, though, and I have a feeling that's going to take some no, time. No, I got it. I know how to do it. What you should do, you don't have any followers, though. I'll get them. What you should do <laughs> is go into like a deal with Morgan and shoot content, and then she loads it. She has nothing except load it on her own page, and you split the money. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Hey guys, I also... Thank you, and I get a third of it. Oh, wait, Morgan, <laughs> you owe me money. You used my, a video of me in it. No, that one didn't get monetized. Okay. Yeah, because you were in it. They said no monetization. <laughs> guys, I'm open for business, too. All anyway, right, Morgan, go. so here's... A, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Have a great day. Don't forget tickets to my comedically inspirational show. Uh, coming up in about two weeks in Wichita, and then we go to Tampa, Vegas, Louisville, all at bobbybones.com. Come to a show. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one listen to a really good cry with radhi devlukia on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts